0: You're listening to the 10 minute think through, to the point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. Today, we are joined by our mission partners from Kenya, Taylor and Jessica Jolly, who are in right now into the in the United States, uh, visiting and sort of regrouping. So, welcome, guys. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> We're so excited that you're back. Oh, We're yeah. glad to be back.
1: It's such a blessing to be here.
0: So now you've lived there for a little over a year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Had a baby. Yes. <laughs> who's actually <laughs> with, with us, us right now. Right now, yes, yeah. <laughs> and doing great. So we want to just talk about what are you guys doing? You know, we have a lot of people at the church who love you guys, who are praying for you, people who are even, I think, financially supporting you guys. So let's just touch base and find out what is going on with y'all. So what do you do just on a normal
2: day? A normal day looks like going on to a university, a college campus, meeting with students, whether that's meeting new students, meeting students we already know, um, doing a a study we call Compass that that goes through eight lessons, um, talks about the biblical basis of mission, talks about the state of the world, and talks about how the students can get involved in the Great Commission. So... Each week we're trying to do a lesson a week with them and also uh, on the side teach them how to read the Bible, teach them how to pray, teach them how to share the gospel, things like that. We found that a lot of students, um, kind of the foundational um, disciplines of reading the Bible and praying and um, sharing their faith is, is not really there. And so sometimes we have to start there instead of going straight into what it looks like to, to live out the Great Commission. But yeah, the, as far as spiritually, what they say is that Africa is, uh, their faith is a mile wide, but an inch deep. So there's just a lack of discipleship. And so, um, the culture almost resembles kind of the South in that there's churches everywhere and that everybody says they're Christian. Everybody is, uh, goes to church on Sunday, but, um, some people's faith is very nominal. And so you kind of have to weed through the, um, the fields and see if their faith is real or if it's just something that they're, they've grown up with.
0: So Jessica, what does discipleship look like in your context? I know uh, based on some stuff I see on social media, you you disciple some girls. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Can you just tell us what is that like for you?
1: Yeah. So really, I think discipleship is just inviting people into your life. And it's essentially like mobilizing people and mobilizing is, hey, as I'm doing this, come alongside me and do it with me. Um, So I think it just has a lot to do with inviting girls into my life. And whether it's just spending time at our house or spending time in their hostel or going to where they usually hang out. And we'll go through um, just various ways of, of sharing the gospel. We'll go through, and at the same time, we'll, you know, talk about the basics of, hey, like, how are you doing in this area? I know you said this was a temptation for you. Um, And and how are you doing with just spending time and getting to know Jesus more? Um, So I think it has to do with a lot of not just focusing so much on uh, missions, 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 even though that's why we're there, but it's saying, hey, we want to look at a person holistically and um, just spend time together, learning it together. So it's not just a hey, I'm pouring into you. It's, it's these girls are pouring into me as well. And so we're challenging one another and keeping one another accountable. So yeah, it's a really sweet thing. I, I love it. I think it's, we make it so complicated, discipleship, and say that I have to be at this place in order to start pouring into someone else. And it's, I think we just make it too complicated. And I think we um, just need to invite people into our lives and say, let's do this together. Let's yeah. get to know Jesus together and challenge one another.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, So what I know it's been, you've had some ups and downs, I imagine in this past year. um, And I want to talk about both of those. So what have been some moments that have been challenging for you guys where you feel like you really needed prayer? Uh, What have been some moments like that over the last year?
2: I would say, I would say for me, the biggest challenge um, has been our vehicle situation. Uh, We had some Yeah, some problems with the first vehicle we bought. Um, I think within the first week or two weeks that we got it, Jessica was driving in a crazy part of the city and it broke down on her and she was by herself and it was just a crazy situation. Um, But everything was fine and she was safe. But yeah, we had um, just a lot of car problems. It kept breaking down, kept breaking down, kept taking it to mechanics. And um, yeah, I think I even had some sort of like I don't know, just a lot of stress, even every time I got in the car.
1: And then I would say, as far as um, answering that question, um, I think, one, just getting used to living in a different place, away from everything that's familiar, everything that's been known. Um, that, was, that was really difficult, like being away from family and our friends and um, really just trying to make Nairobi home and having the confidence that the Lord has called us to this place. And I think it almost even took me coming back here and saying, "Wait, this isn't completely my home either anymore." And I think the Lord was really sweet in showing me that like i I can be excited about Kenya, even though it might not be like Nairobi might not be our favorite place because it's hard, um, but he's called us there and he's made it good, and he's doing good things there. And then, for me personally, and another difficult thing was just, Stepping into motherhood and realizing that I had seen or I found so much of my worth in what I do um, because I've been going like spending all of my time with students and girls and pouring into them and constantly with them and being on campus and then um, you know a little human is introduced and I'm taking care of and. You know, I I realized, oh my gosh, I'm finding so much of my worth in what I do and what I produce, rather than just who I am in Christ and the season He's called me into. And so I think that has been most recently very difficult for me to be like, all right, so I'm not doing this as full time as I was, and that's okay. Like this is the season that I'm in, and He's still going to continue to speak into those girls, and we'll still continue our relationship, but just in different ways.
0: I would say you're probably one of the best people where I can ask a question about what's been difficult, and you immediately say, "Yeah, but" <laughs> to all those things, to all the things you listed. I
1: was like Taylor, there's a positive side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> you what I—you that. kind of took us
0: to where I wanted to go next. So what? Where were some moments in the last year where you said you could say God was really at work there, and mm. and moments where you said, "Okay, we're where we're supposed to be." Mm. What were some of those?
1: Do you mind if I go? So, um, the first, gosh, the first two weeks, um, we were there. um, We were on campus, and I met a girl named Naomi. Um, That's her actual name. She won't mind me sharing about this. And um, I wasn't sure if she was a believer at that point. So, fast forward, we um, were in in a discipleship relationship. We were hanging out, but I still wasn't sure, even though I'd asked many times, like, are you following Christ? Like, is he Lord of your heart? Um, and she would kind of say yes, but uh, I could tell, like, it was not personal. It was just what she was supposed to say. Um, so eight months in, I would say, um, we had been going through this compass study, talking about mission. She had been going to all these trainings, but still... I don't think the relationship with Christ was there. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, Lord, what am I even doing? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be mobilizing people into missions, and I'm not even sure if this girl is following Christ. And we finally had a, <laughs> a thousandth conversation about this. And she finally told me, Jessica, I am I'm not following Jesus. I don't know him like you know him. Um, and... I mean, we looked through tons of scripture and, um, I just kept asking her like, do you want to, do you want him to be Lord of your life? Do you want to follow him? And at that point she said, no, but we got together one week later and this was gosh, in January or February. Um, and she finally said, "I I think I'm ready. I've been praying about it all week. I've already broken up with my boyfriend because I thought he would influence the decision and, um, I want to be all in with Jesus. And, and she is now following Christ, and Jesus saved her, and um, I just thought that was such a neat moment to show me that, like, it's really not about anything I do. Yes, I am called to be faithful and obedient, but God is the one doing the work, and he is the one changing people's hearts, and I can trust him with that, even when things that don't make sense, or maybe I should be looking for this perfect person. It's like, no, like, God can use anyone. So I think that kind of took all of my strategy that I'm (laughs) and just kind of threw it out the window and said, yes, strategy is important, but God is moving through and despite of strategies. In spite of strategies. There we go. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, for me, um, I wouldn't say it's been that many specific moments. It's just been um, seeing the growth. of these students faith um their faiths uh, throughout the the year and throughout the semester and just the small steps that um they've been taking in obedience and faithfulness and just the way that god's been working on their heart and their mind and um yeah just showing them uh that he is lord um, showing them they have uh, a role to play in the great commission and them finding that uh, and just seeking that and we we met a student um, in June, yeah, in June, and, uh, his name is Brian, and, um, he's just been amazing, he's already shared, um, basically all these things that we've been teaching him, and he's only gone, gone through like three lessons of Compass, and he's already sharing with his church, sharing with, um, his friends that are part of his church, and part of his ministry, and so just that kind of, just meeting people like that gives me, um, It just motivates me, it encourages me, and just gets me really excited about um, where God has called us and what God has called us to do.
1: Yeah, and we're seeing that, with that being said, why mobilization is so important because these Kenyans are so much more equipped to reach their own people and to mobilize the Kenyan church than we are because it's their culture and and they know how the Kenyan church works they know how their people work and they know what is going to influence them the most and so when we see these students understand God's heart for every tribe tongue and nation to know him um, and they get it they they make a huge difference way more than we ever could and so I think that is an A further motivation for us to continue mobilizing these students rather than us trying to do all of the work ourselves.
0: That's great. Um, So for people who are at Arrowhead or people who are in the United States who love you guys and are excited about what you're doing, how can they be praying for you right now? Because you guys are about to go back, right? So you're you're just here for a few weeks just sort of like regrouping, meeting with people in the United States, some of your partners, and then you're headed back to Nairobi I mean, so it's still long term, <laughs> right? So how how can people be praying for you going forward as you go back in?
2: Um, I would say one way is uh, we just had a short term team from uh, from here in the U.S. come for four weeks and they just created a huge amount of momentum for us going forward, uh, meeting a lot of students, starting a lot of compass studies and um yeah just doing a lot of the the groundwork for us and we don't want to lose that um and so be praying that um, right now our team could be continuing to follow up with these students continuing to meet with them and that when we get back that we would be able to jump right in and not really miss a beat in that and
1: yeah and i mean <laughs> this is going to sound like super spiritual but really that that the lord would raise up labors um, amongst Kenyan students and that he would lead us amongst all those new students that he would lead us to the people that he's using for his mission and for his kingdom among the world and um, I think a lot of these students have a lot of barriers they have to continue to break through as far as like yes I've been called into missions but my family's relying on me um, as a as a student to get a good job and to provide for our family I think that's essentially their retirement um for their parents and um so jumping through those hoops as far as like yes I want to honor my family but I've been called to be obedient to what God has called me first so um I would say just praying for those students who have been called um and that they would continue to just fall in love with Jesus and seek him and say yes no matter what and then kind of on a personal heart level for us Um, just for y'all to be praying that once we do get back that we are all in and we're not wishing to be somewhere else and I would even say that for our time here that we would be fully here um, and, and enjoy this time just because I mean I've said this before our home is now relative it's kind of confusing where our home is Um, but that once we do get back that we are, our hearts are fully there and ready to jump back in.
0: How long are you guys here for?
2: We're here for six weeks total and we've been here for about a week and a half.
0: So you guys, is it like August? August 14th. mm, Okay. When you head back, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Well, um, I thank you guys so much for sharing and giving us an update. If people want to stay Like if they want to know what's going on with you guys on a regular basis, is there a way
2: for them to do that? Yeah, we have a a newsletter that we try to send out every month to two months, Um, but I'm not sure how. To get connect get on to our newsletter
0: well what i can say then is if if you're listening and you'd like to stay in touch with with the jollies and stay up to date with them just message the church and we'll we'll connect you with the jollies and make sure they get on that newsletter and yeah. all that so we'd love that yeah <laughs> absolutely it's fun <laughs> staying up to date with you guys so thank you so much for sharing and we're excited about what the lord is doing uh in kenya through you awesome jared thank you thanks jared for listening to this episode of the 10 minute think through if you enjoyed our podcast please take a moment to rate us on the itunes or android podcast store you can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website 10minutethinkthrough.com